1: Blog Talk Radio.
0: Hey, let's have a little fun, all right?
1: Welcome, people, to the program. This is Jay Talks to the People radio. I am the host, Jay. And I have an addition to bring out to you all today. Hope everybody's having a good day so far. And the name of this program today is Money Management with Miss Rain. I do have Miss Rain as a special guest today. Wanted to provide some knowledge, some information that may be helpful to you all. Call in number is 773-897-6235. You can also email People at Yahoo.com. That's all together. J People at Yahoo.com questions and comments. If you're not able to hear the program today, you can also check out the archived episodes. You can also find those episodes on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Freaker Radio. So without further ado, I'd like to bring on my special guest. Special guest, Miss Rain, how are you today?
0: Uh, I'm fine. How are you, J-Talk?
1: I'm good. I can't complain. I'm glad to be back again. This is kind of like an episode on the fly, kind of like the one you and I came together to put together, raise some valuable, important information. When it comes to money, finance, I'm pretty sure all of us can use good advice. Excuse me. Good advice when we get into finance and money. Yeah, definitely. Before I go on, I also wanted to give out a special shout out and a special thanks to the females, very beautiful females that have been, at least what I can tell, show interest or want to follow and listen to the program. They know who they are. And, of course, there has been some fellows that shown some interest, but I definitely want to thank and give you a special acknowledgement to those beautiful women that follow or listen to this program. Again, they know who they are. So I'm going to step on back away from the mic and let Miss Rain bring in her insight about the economy and the banking industry different things of that nature, miss Shereen, you got the floor
0: all right um thank you so much for giving me the platform to be able to speak to the people and just uh give my my knowledge and my insight on uh, what's going on today and and how people can um actually reap the most from their own finances uh dealing with uh the institutions that are out today. Um, What I wanted really to go over is really just like some basic information, just uh, basic tips that you could use to navigate and basically work the system towards your own um, personal betterment. And uh, one of the most important things that I've learned while working in the banking industry is actually – it's the initial paperwork that you sign when you actually choose the account that's to your liking. Um, those contracts, even though they're live and they change um, from time period to time period, it's very important to get the details on, on those documents uh, to see what the interest rates are for the savings program that you may be entering into or what the requirements are for the account. Um, I remember when I was a college student, and this was around about maybe five years ago, I had opened up an account with citizens. I didn't have like a regular job, and when I signed up for the account, I could care less what was in the paperwork, what was the responsibility of me, according to them, of how I should, you know, basically keep the account. And um, before I knew it, there were fees involved. My account was ate out. You know, I was leaving with scraps. And um, one thing that I've noticed is that a lot of people don't know that there are fees that seem to be hidden, but they have no, uh, they don't have the right to hide the fees. They just gloss over them. So the best thing to do, even if uh, you've already established your account, you can call in and say, "Hey, what is the requirements for this account?" you might be able to get yourself into a different account that will fit your lifestyle and behavior. That way you can avoid the fees a lot better. Um, Also, a lot of people don't know that there's other um, financial institutions such as Capital One or even um, we have most recently that, that came out within the past 10, 15 years is the prepaid um, the prepaid model, but you have to be careful with those because there's fees with those as well. So the most important thing is to know your account. Once you know your account and you know the fees that are applicable to the account, then you can maneuver it, and, and if you know that it's no way that you can actually do that, then you can pull yourself out before it gets you into a place where it could ruin you financially because that's something that I definitely I, I see all the every day. Um and as far as saving money uh there you have to shop around. That's you can't have all your eggs in one basket um because the CD rates have dipped um especially with the larger banks you don't really get that much back on it unless you have a large amount of money. Uh, my suggestion is to use a credit union, and you have to do your research. I, I looked up a local credit union, uh, Clearview. Um, they have they have some okay rates, but I would recommend just compare and contrast. If you plan on taking money and placing it in the bank um, to gather interest and make an income off of that um, versus just a regular savings account, which those interest rates, are uh, pretty low as well unless you have a significant amount of money.
1: I see. And that's very good advice to want to shop around and have the strategy to browse and compare and contrast and find the best bargain that you can possibly find and turn every dollar out on the profit. Now, don't you have experience in your line of work where you receive communication from customers that have questions about their bank account, have questions about why is there a fee or why were they charged this extra amount or how were they overdraft? draft? you experience communication from customers like that?
0: Yeah, yeah, every day. And um, I definitely don't have an a issue or a problem helping them out and helping them to relieve them of the fees that they're having, Um, but I also make sure uh, that I take the time out to fully educate them about their account and what they do, because sometimes um, in some cases, I don't want to say it, but the people who are selling the actual bank accounts, they get commissions off of the type of accounts that they open you up. So the type of account that you're in might not be the best account for you. So you have to know the balance requirements, and you have to know the deposit requirements or if there is any other ways that you can actually um avoid the service charges from month to month. but as far as overdraft fees that uh is basically a behavioral um related fee that comes into play and with that uh the number one thing that i I give them to try to help them out in the future is just to um, be mindful of your spending. Um, A lot of different banks, in particular PNC and Wells Fargo, they have options where you can set up alerts that will go straight to your cell phone that will tell you when your account is overdrawn immediately so that you can take action. Um, A lot of people like Huntington Bank. They like the 24-hour rule. But the thing is, within 24 hours, you still have to have the money uh, or the fee is still going to apply. So unless you're getting paid the next business day, it might not be too much of, you know, basically a, a selling point for a checking account. But there are two other ways that you can protect your account from overdraft just because of the oversight and maybe you weren't thinking about the transaction at the time or something came through that didn't ex- that you didn't expect, I recommend opening up a savings account to use it as a protection method against overdraft. And you can connect the accounts uh, so that the money will be transferred over automatically in case of overdraft. And um, as far as saving is concerned, I recommend small, minute amounts for this account. You have to get... Uh, amount down the path, an automatic transfer or a deposit in place that you won't miss because I've noticed even with myself, if I take a large amount of money and I move it to my savings and I think that I'm building my wealth that way, I wind up moving the money back because I wind up needing it versus if you know you like to go to a restaurant and you might spend $20, you might not miss that $20. But if you instead transfer that money over to the savings uh, as an added protection within, by Christmas, if you do it in January, you have $200 saved in case of overdraft. Suppose your rent check comes through late or uh, any other emergency that takes place, that is a good reserve to have versus having to deal with the inflated um, fees from the banks because overall, with all my research uh, throughout all the banks, um, from what I've seen, around about 35 to $36 is, like, the basic for for most banks. So it's not a way to get away from those fees other than to avoid them. That's the best way. That's, a, the, that's the best advice I give them. A lot of them like the saving method because it allows them to take it into their own hands, and it's also practical. It's something that anyone can do.
1: Folks, you're listening to J Talk to the People radio. Call-in number is 773-897-6235. So, Ms. Rain, you mm-hmm. get quite a few customers who don't quite know the ins and outs of the accounts that they take out with the bank. Uh, they call in with a lot of questions, and they get a lot of unexpected fees how exactly do you resolve the issues that they have or do you make them see that or recommend them that they look over the paperwork that they originally received when they first took out their account? How do you resolve in that?
0: Yeah, um, the first thing that I do is I have to answer their question as to why. I ask them, do you know why your account was overdraft?" A lot of times they take a look at their online banking and they think that it's another item. It might be something that's fraudulent related, which can be taken care of, or it could be something that's legitimate that they may have forgot. Once we get to a point where they agree that all of those transactions are correct, then I take a look at the history on the account. I see what their spending habits are and maybe there was a, a place in time where they thought they got more money in or out. Um, another thing that I do as far as the policies that are in place uh, for the account, I offer to send out the new paperwork. Uh, but in a lot of cases, um, a lot of people, they they say that they're busy, they don't have time. So I don't have a problem actually taking the paperwork out and verbalizing it um, to get the point across what the requirements are for that account, and also comparing it with other types of accounts that are out in the market, which would basically give them a view of what is best for them and how to avoid it. In most cases, um, I'm able, even without, you know, if the fee was actually valid and and there was no agreement to get the fee value back to the customer, they'll be empowered with the information to know how to avoid it, and how it happens. Because once you know that, that's all you need to know. Once you know how to avoid it and you know um, why it's happening, then you know the recourse that you should take and you know what you should keep an eye out on. And that's the main thing. A lot of times I have to take the contract out myself and read it out to them. Um, and I'm also willing to send it out to them. And i also reiterate that although they may not, remember it now, it did, it did have to be discussed by law with a representative or either online when they initially started it. This is a contract that you're signing. You know, everything's a contract, and you get held to that contract. So you have to be very careful um, when you enter into a contract with these banks and you don't know the, re- the requirements um, for the accounts. Yeah, you have I know to we be wouldn't sign cautious. a loan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just like a loan. Like, I mean, it's not a loan, but it's a contract. So any contract with the bank, if you get a loan and the interest rate is out of this world, you you would decline it. So if you get a bank account and the requirements or you have to have $5,000 deposit in there and you have to do this, you have to do that, that's when you make your exit plan or you ask for something that's more agreeable to you.
1: You have to be very careful when you're signing a contract, look it over. If you need legal direction or advisement, go ahead and take it. You know, you want to be in the best possible agreement and business transaction that you can be in because the banks, all they're looking to do is go after the profit, maximize the profit as best as they possibly can. What bank or banks do you recommend that people should set up their account with?
0: All right. Well, the banks that I, rep- that I recommend to them, um, I found something that was rather interesting uh, when I was doing some research. Um, I found that there is a really good um, deal that they have on deposit accounts for Capital One Bank with the actual checking accounts there. Um, they don't have ATM fees, um, and they also have minimum requirements. So that definitely is something. If you're a person that's struggling with uh, the overdraft and you have issues there, besides uh, building up your reserve and possibly opening up a line of credit to back up your account, you could possibly look into looking into actually getting into agreement with Huntington. They have the 24-hour rule, but, again, it's 24 hours, so you would have to have that money in there by the next day or the overdraft Fee still applies to the account, so it's not a way to to waive it out. um And also, PNC has a really good virtual wallet program. Their regular checking account that they have regular virtual wallet checking account requirements are either $500 deposit, $500 average monthly balance, or if you manage your account electronically, you don't have any requirements on the account. You get One checking, one reserve account for overdraft protection, and then a savings account that has the largest um, interest rate of the ones that they have there. So that's also a good account, too, because you could use the reserve for overdraft backup. You don't have to go into the bank. Most people work during bank hours anyway, and you don't have any requirements. So if you're a student or you're a person that doesn't make that much or, you know, you you have other accounts out there it might be something that you would be interested in. So they really good such, options such good
1: information. Good information. Now how is what is the best way that one should go after, you know, finding the best APR interest rate?
0: Yeah, you can um actually you can just call in. Um a lot of people they'll Because if you go by just regular paperwork or you go through the websites, you'll have to be able to navigate and know exactly what you want. If you really want to know, you could just list the banks that you want to deal with, and you can call in and you can ask them to calculate it. Uh, Because the interest rate for the savings account, the annual percentage yield, is based off of what you plan to deposit into the account. There's uh some accounts that you won't you only get 0.01%. Um and it's for deposits that are under a thousand. But if you have the same account and you have a deposit over $1,000, you can get as much as 0. um 0.80 uh% percent, um APY. So, it all depends on what you plan on depositing into the account. And I think the best way is just to have them calculate it. You can do research online, and all of that information is available. So if you don't want to use the phone, you can do that as long as you know how much you plan on uh, depositing in there. It's relatively easy because they have to present those to you.
1: Okay. So the best bet is just speaking some speaking with someone that can go over everything in detail and uh, Make them kind of make them get an idea or have them understand a good idea of your financial plan. Is that right?
0: Mhm. Yeah, just so that you can have like an individual thing because you can look at the paperwork and they could they could show you they could say it's zero point eight percent. Um, and a, another thing that I want to say is those CD rates for the um for the credit unions, like I said before, they're better than the than the regular banks. So. I would be looking and comparing with those ones with uh with the bank that I'm that I'm currently banking with to see whether it's any anything better because I was actually looking into uh getting a CD as a way of of saving some money putting something away for 24 months and, and hopefully gaining a profit off of it which is pretty much guaranteed with the CD but you just have to be basically um you have to be able to um, enter agreement and not draw a lot of the account before it hits maturity. So that's another good option.
1: Yes, indeed. Yes, it is. Very, very good information. I believe it certainly is valuable. I believe more than enough persons can use it. And if you're already using it, if you already have some of these ideas and knowledge that Ms. Rain is bringing across. I wish you all the success in the future in getting everything that you want as far as financially or as far as amenities and luxuries or whatever else that you aspire to have or gain, you know, if you want to go in a business or, you know, these are just the key points and elements in the beginning. Uh, we're pretty much at the coming close to the end, Ms. Rain, any final thoughts, advice, recommendations, key things to remember, anything like that?
0: Oh, Nothing in particular. Um, Just like you said, I wish everybody the best. That's why I came on this show to kind of give them some information um, out there. I think the most important thing to take away from this conversation is if you have an account, no matter what it is, whether it's a prepaid card, Um, savings or deposit account whether it's a a federal credit union or a national bank is to know what your rights are and use it to your advantage that's what i always tell the customers because that's that's what it is that's your money and you need to know how it works so that you can work it for you because the bank is going to work it for them it's their job they have people on it 24 hours a day and the moment you slip up it could be a, a catastrophe so definitely take advantage of that information um, and take advantage of the sources there. Ask some questions and see whether you can get to where you need to be financially just by being literate, financially literate. Um, a lot of places actually offer classes, and if you have time, you could actually learn a lot of things just from the website as of. So, you know, that's that's pretty much what I wanted to share.
1: Okay. Well, I do want to thank Ms. Rain for coming on. Hopefully, we'll have you back. I thank all of you for tuning in, listening in, and hopefully see you next time around. Again, like she said, it's your money. You got to know what to do with it. And again, you can send all your questions, comments to Jay Talks to the People at Yahoo.com. And it's been another great one. We're out of here. All right. Bye so bye. That-